Are you selling a little or a lot? Either way, Shopify helps you do your thing. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. It helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. In fact, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And now you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Most of the business owners who listen to No Bullshit Leadership want to go large. What's so cool about Shopify is that no matter how big you want to grow, it gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash leadership or lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash leadership now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash leadership. Welcome to the No Bullshit Leadership Podcast. In a world where knowledge has become a commodity, this podcast is designed to give you something more. Access to the experience of a successful CEO who has already walked the path. So join your host, Martin Moore, who will unlock and bring to life your own leadership experiences and accelerate your journey to leadership excellence. Hey there, and welcome to episode 282 of the No Bullshit Leadership Podcast. This week's episode, celebrating 5 million downloads, unpacking our podcast's five success principles. Our first episode of No Bullshit Leadership was produced in August of 2018. This week, we officially achieved a major milestone, 5 million downloads of the No Bullshit Leadership podcast. Now, to be perfectly honest, Em and I are pretty ordinary when it comes to celebrating success, and I often cringe at the thinly veiled self-congratulatory posts that seem to dominate LinkedIn and other social media platforms. But I think it's important to mark this milestone by standing back and reflecting on what this really means in the context of our purpose to improve the quality of leaders globally. So instead of just pumping up our own tires, in this episode, Em's going to join me and we're going to distill a number of success principles that we learned on our path to 5 million. We want this behind the scenes look to inspire you in your own leadership journey. It's amazing what you can achieve with a blank sheet of paper and some ridiculously bold aspirations. So Em, congratulations. You are the architect of this business And I think where we stand today is testament to your vision for what could be achieved. We've managed to establish a global foothold in what's probably the most overcrowded and noisy market on the planet, leadership development. It is definitely not a blue ocean. (laughs) No, it is not. Uh, Hello, hello. And yes, a big congratulations to you on this huge milestone. Now, something that I do have to say before we continue on this episode is We both are so sick right now. We have been putting off this recording for ages and ages, hoping that one of us might sound a little bit better, but we apologize. We've both caught the same thing when we were in Hawaii and we are just nasally and congested and hopefully you can see through that and get through this content with us. Speak for yourself, Em. I'm in awesome form. <laughs> you are, you're in good form, but we, we don't sound like our normal selves, I don't think. No, I so. know, I know, we don't. 
but look, Marty, huge congratulations on this milestone. You are the one who has to churn out compelling original content every week. And I, I honestly just don't know how you do it. Some days I think, oh man, it would be so much easier to have an interview podcast where you don't have to come up with original <laughs> thought concepts and stories. But we're not here for the easy path. We are here to make an impact. But a fun little stat for you, according to Listen Notes, we're in the top 0.5% of all of the 4 million plus registered podcasts out there. So look, we must be doing something right. Uh, yeah, I'm sure we're doing a lot of things right. But uh, the biggest test for me is, are we getting the content that we need to into the hands of leaders everywhere? Because that's what we set out to do. Yeah. And I, I still remember as clear as if it were yesterday, that that early set of conversations you had with me trying to convince me to leave my corporate CEO role and set this business up with you. Like talk about working without a net. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but one of the principles that you spoke to me about that really made me nervous was, dad, we got to give away our best shit for free. <laughs> and and I just couldn't get my head around it. I'm going, darling, let me explain to you how business works. It doesn't work like that. Oh, I know. But, but you were so confident in the model and our ability to reach an audience. And one of the early influences you introduced me to was Marie Forleo, who, who's absolutely superb. And something that sticks in my head today is her Happy Meal analogy. And I've always loved this because this is the whole concept of putting free content out there uh, you know, on the airwaves. Let's imagine that a guy asks you out on a date. If the very first place he takes you on that date is to McDonald's and buys you a Happy Meal, you know that it's not going up from there. That's, that's the best you can ever expect because he's pulled out all stops to get you on the first date and that's where he takes you. So you can't afford to have a happy meal when you want to eventually end up at Rockpool. No doubt. Yeah, I love that analogy and I haven't heard of ages, so I'm really glad you brought that up. I know, it's good, isn't it? But look, you were, you were miles ahead of me. So why don't you just talk about uh, your evolution as a marketer because that's you know what's fascinated me over the years. Yeah, well, I think, it, I mean, it was a pretty interesting time in uh, 2018 because I was working with so many big brands and, you know, working in marketing and PR kind of collectively. And I could just see these other talents that we were working with. And I just thought that you were, were just capable of achieving so much more than the impact you were having on the company that you were running. And I could see in these other big talents that I was working with so many things that I could see in you. Um, you know, as far as I'm concerned, you were built for global impact and I'm glad you eventually folded and let me try and make a business out of you. <laughs> um, but in terms of the podcast, when I was working in marketing agency land, I was lucky enough to produce a podcast for a client. So I was able to learn how it all worked and I learned what to do and what not to do on someone else's dollar, which is really handy. <laughs> And I've spoken about this before, but I was obsessed with Amy Porterfield's podcast, Online Marketing Made Easy, where she literally gave me the step-by-step how to make a podcast, how to generate leads from it, how to attract your ideal target market. And so I merged what I knew about marketing with that content. um, And that's how I knew that No Bullshit Leadership was going to be a success. Now, I knew that the podcast needed to be widely applicable, but niche to the type of people that we wanted to attract. So, you know, from where we were standing, leaders who wanted real life, no bullshit leadership strategies from real world experience. And that's why the format is what it is. People don't have time to listen to hour long interviews. They want short, sharp, easy to consume episodes that you don't have to listen to 10 times to understand. I mean, I just think that's really what set us apart in the early stages of the podcast. 
So from the first part of our, I don't know, I guess you could call it the the top of the marketing funnel, that was the podcast. And from there, listeners could find out if they agreed with your stance on leadership, if it was helpful. And then that would take them down the road of downloading one of our hundreds of free resources. And then eventually a small portion of them would do you know, the program that we know makes the most difference to a leader's life, which is Leadership Beyond the Theory. So that's kind of how it all unfolded. <laughs> yeah, I remember the journey well. <laughs> I was there with you every step. So we said that we talk about our five success principles for the podcast. And I think the first podcast success mm. principle here is to not reinvent the wheel, but just add your own spin. So I learned from those who were already having huge success, but I spent time working out who our target market was and what they needed before just diving in blindly. So yeah, learn from the greats and then make it your own. Yeah. And that's an awesome principle because I I think what we've learned over time is that you and I spend most of our time when we're interacting with each other, talking about our target market. Are we reaching the right people? Are we are we producing the content that's applicable to them? Because it's so important to make sure you know who you're for. Mm, yeah. So, you know, I mean, you know, when I look back, the, the podcast growth has been phenomenal. We started off in the first week, we had 132 downloads. I'm sure that- Which I still think is pretty good, Marty. Well, it wasn't bad. <laughs> I, I, reckon, I reckon 50 of those were me listening to it and critiquing myself and the rest were family and friends. Uh, but- uh, I had about 20 episodes planned at the start. I thought if I can get 20 episodes out, that'll be really good. Uh, here we are after, you know, it's like 280 odd full length episodes and 50 moments. But the first dozen or so must have struck a chord with the audience. And we just grew a little every week. Uh, one thing I learned is there is no such thing as going viral in the world of podcasts. Uh, you yeah. know, you might post something cute to TikTok that gets, you know, 20 godzillion views. But when it comes to podcast, you just have to churn out consistent, good content week after week after week. Mm -hmm. But as I started to realize what was going on, I got the license to expand beyond my initial base content. So at the start, for example, I was super paranoid about not being repetitive. I wanted to make sure the information was delivered efficiently. And um, as we released more and more episodes, I just realized that people who discovered the potty at episode 143 aren't necessarily going to go back and listen to the preceding 142 episodes. So I got less Mm. focused on repetition and more focused on consolidating key concepts because, as you know, consolidation, you know, requires a certain amount of repetition, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, I also learned to put more time into each episode, which is the weirdest thing because you'd think you get more efficient over time, but I didn't. So I I used to get a 20-minute episode fully completed, start to finish in about four hours. Now it can take anywhere between eight to 12 hours, depending on how much background research there is. So you know, getting one sentence right can sometimes take me, I don't know, 25, 30 minutes uh, just researching it and making sure I compose the sentence properly. But, you know, I still apply the excellence over perfection principle, believe it or not. Um, And I love that quote from Noel Gallagher, who was the um, songwriter for that classic Britpop band Oasis. When he was interviewed, he said, if I had any idea how popular some of these songs were going to become, I never would have released them. (laughs) he'd still be there today trying to tweak them just to make them better and better and better. So Mm. look, as you can probably guess, uh, podcast success principle number two, excellence over perfection in every element. Uh, It's not about the tech. You know, I'm recording this episode today on my 2018 roadie podcast mic using a free app. We're using Riverside today, but I normally use GarageBand. Uh, And even if there's some repetition in the 300 plus episodes, if the content's valuable, People will share it, post about it, 
and use it in their day-to-day work, which is the most important thing. Yeah, absolutely. I think that one of the key factors to our podcast success is that we got the target market right from the get-go, which is, uh, I think, unusual. There usually has to be some trial and error, but I think we actually got it right from the start. We target the majority of our content for mid-level to senior leaders. So the people who have been leading for long enough to know how hard it is, but they don't believe their own bullshit yet. And of course, there's a halo effect on either side where we'll get new leaders and experienced CEOs listening and getting value from the content. But our key focus has been that mid to senior level of leader. To dial it down a bit further, a mid-level leader is someone who leads individual contributors or people who don't manage anyone else. Senior leaders are those who lead people who lead other leaders. So we say leader of leaders. Do you think I could say leaders again in this sentence, Marty? (laughs) I think you're doing pretty well so far. I'm counting 16 so far. Yeah, it's confusing though. Um, You know, or actually a friend of mine said the other day um, when she asked this question, you know, who's your target market? And I said the above. She said, oh, most of my middle managers and senior leaders wouldn't call themselves leaders. They'd call themselves managers. So whether you identify as a leader or a manager, we're still for you. (laughs) So I think success principle number three, if you're marketing to everyone, you're marketing to no one. Getting clear on the exact person you want to help and sticking to that is how you'll create a community of super fans. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And and talking about those classifications of leader in our target market, um, you can also think of it in terms of levels as well. So an individual contributor has no levels below them. It's just them relying on their own expertise. Uh, a leader of others has only one level below them. And a leader of leaders has multiple levels below them. So that's another way of thinking about it too. That's an easier way to put it than I said with leader, leader, leader. So I should have started Yeah, that's there. right. That's right. <laughs> I, I, well, we could have mixed in leader, manager, leader, manager too, which would have been even more fun. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so so why, why does the content resonate? You know, we... We have to ask ourselves the question, as you and I do quite often, what's going right? Um, It's easy when something goes wrong to ask what's going wrong. But when things are going well, we go, okay, so what are we doing that's right? Because let's do more of that. Yeah. And I, I think the reason the content resonates is because in the corporate world in particular, every manager learns to speak the language of the corporation. What should I say? What shouldn't I say? And most just become part of a well established pantomime that they play to fit in. Mm. no bullshit leaders learn to cut through the platitudes and the fluff and the conventional wisdom and the things that go unsaid to get better results. So this is how we fulfill our purpose. We're aligning a critical mass of leaders who are prepared to say, enough of the bullshit, let's just face into the truth. And this is what I call the hard work of leadership because you know it requires a high level of courage. And so you'll recall um, the dedication on my book, No Bullshit Leadership, which we published in 2021, says to every leader with the courage to be better. That's who the book was dedicated to and and the podcast, Mm. of course. So I'm so proud for any individual who takes that step because it's uncommon. It's much more common to simply play the game. So true. It's such a good point. Yeah. And, and, you know, we get a lot of the more senior leaders rejecting No Bullshit Leadership because... um, we try to catch them on the upswing of their careers. That's, you know, as we said before, catch them before they believe their own bullshit. Many who get to where they are have got there by playing the game. So they just do what's required to be successful and they play along. And organizations are super resilient to poor leadership, which is why it's so easy to comply. 
of course, each promotion is self-reinforcing. So with this podcast, we're playing the long game, which we'd have to if we genuinely want to make an impact on the world of leadership. Mm. Um, you know, the mid-career leaders who pick up and implement these principles, tools, and strategies, well, you know, they're going to reach the top faster because their performance will be superior. And it's hard for any organization to ignore that. But when they are at the top, they'll have much more ability to influence their companies. And they know the truth about the benefits of strong leadership, both for the organization and for the people that they lead. So um, I've got to distill that into a success principle, don't I? Let me think. <laughs> uh, don't believe your own bullshit. Challenge your own thinking every day and uh, make sure you're always open to changing your mind on everything. Yep. Look through those platitudes and the conventional wisdom because so many of those things that we look at, we're like, hold on, that sounds like it is right. That sounds like it makes sense. But then when you dig in, you're like, wait, that's not right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Sounds like it should be true. But I think you've hit on something really good there um, in terms of, you know, why it's difficult for no bullshit leaders to muster support. It requires people above and beside you to buy into breaking the paradigm And it's not really until the results come through that you've got enough credibility to get people to actually listen to you and go, hey, what's Jane doing over there? Because she's absolutely killing it. Um, But, you know, it's interesting. We've also got a really strong community of business owners. Um, They have the autonomy and power to implement effectively, but they're often kind of, I guess, less resourced than the larger organizations to train their people, which is why the podcast is such a valuable source of information because it just provides that really high quality free content that they can use to improve how they lead and manage their businesses day to day. And we'll be talking about this a little bit more in the coming weeks and months. But for this segment of our community, we have a specific experience. So our Business Accelerator Mastermind, where high performing business owners and CEOs come together to completely level up their game. And it's all facilitated by me and Marty, of course. Um, If you want any more information on that, if you're a business leader or CEO or a managing director, I'll put the link in the show notes as we start our new season of the Mastermind in March. All right, Marty, I want you to talk about why the podcast is such a valuable filtering tool for people who kind of go on to work with us further. Uh, yeah, it's a really good question. And, and I I love the fact that with the podcast, you know really, really quickly whether or not it's for you. If you listen to half an episode, you'll know straight away, you'll either think, wow, this stuff's awesome. It's really hitting the mark for me. Or you'll think I'm a complete knob. And you know, <laughs> seriously, but, but, you know, but you know, really, really quickly. So it's a very, very low investment of time to actually get onto it. Now, obviously people listening here have made that investment and they're still on, you know, sort of 15 minutes later. So we're doing well. Um, but, but the, <laughs> thanks guys. Uh, yeah. Thanks, thanks for being <laughs> with us. It's awesome. Uh, but the, the content is, you know, it's high quality and it's bite-sized principles and tools. But then again, it's also quite unstructured in terms of, you know, piecing together all the content and adopting a systematic approach. So when it comes to implementation, we have the structured tools and strategies. So, you know, we've got a set of you know, multimedia style products that we deploy. We've got, you know, of course, my speaking engagements. Uh, there's the book, which I've already mentioned, you know, however you want to consume that hard copy, Kindle, audio book. We have Leadership Beyond the Theory, which is, I think, our flagship. That's, that's probably our key product, which allows leaders everywhere to access it and to really go through the boot camp of how do we become better leaders day to day? What tools and techniques do we need to deploy? Of course, we have the masterminds you've just mentioned. And of course, at the top of the product food chain, one-on-one mentoring with me, uh, where I 
basically give you know unlimited resource to helping business owners really, really hit it out of the park. Uh, and those are sort of long-term engagements where we get really, really close to each other. So you know, these products give progressively deeper access to content uh, and to me to get real traction. So we're okay. 99% of the leaders we serve through the podcast will never spend a cent with us. And that's fine. As long as we have enough mega fans who want to work with us, it enables us to grow and expand. And that way, we can continue to churn out high-quality free content twice a week. Uh, well, principle number five. Okay. Uh, impact over income. Right? If we focus on impacting the right people with the right content, the income is going to turn up based on what each individual in our community needs. And the last five and a half years have proven that to us in spades. So, you know, a lot of people set up businesses just going after the dollar, uh, which is fine, but you'll never be able to build a real connection with the people you serve. And while, sure, financial success is critical for any business, we're absolutely committed to the fact that if you focus on creating the most incredible products and services you possibly can, paired with the best customer experience, of course, which your team delivers them, the money flows. It does. Yeah, that's my favorite success principle. And that's one that we often say to each other, you know, if we ever get, you know, if we're at a deadlock on something or there's a roadblock, we kind of go, okay, what is the most impactful? Like, what's the decision we can make that will have the most and the best impact on the people we serve? And just, you know, really following that as a a beacon, I suppose, beacon of light has served us well. Mm. So, okay, let me wrap up the five success principles that we followed that we think have made the podcast such a success as we click over 5 million downloads. Number one, don't reinvent the wheel, but make it your own. Number two, excellence over perfection. Number three, if you're marketing to everyone, you're marketing to no one. Number four, don't believe your own bullshit. And number five, focus on impact over income. Marty, it has been such a huge effort for you over the past five years. Thank you for spending so much of your life creating such impactful, free content for our incredible community of leaders. I'm in awe of what you do. Um, I am. I truly am. It's it's incredible. I couldn't do it. Um, but yeah, with that said, let's end the episode here. But if you have got any value out of the podcast um, over our five years, we would love, love, love for you to leave us a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or whatever you listen on. Um, Yeah, it would just, it would mean the world to us and it will help more people find us and get the impact or the positive impact that that hopefully you've got out of it. (laughs) Fantastic. Thanks, Em. So that brings us to the end of episode 282 and our five millionth download. Thanks so much for joining us. And remember, at Your CEO Mentor, our purpose is to improve the quality of leaders globally. So as Em said, if you've gained any value from the podcast at all, do what she said. Subscribe, rate, review. I look forward to next week's episode, The Trust Premium. Until then, I know you take every opportunity you can to be a no-bullshit leader. <laughs>